Welcome to the Schwab Market Update Podcast, where each trading day we recap key market results and statistics. I'm Keith Lansford, and here's a summary of what happened today, Wednesday, February 21st. Major U.S. equity benchmarks ended mixed Wednesday, with a Nasdaq composite dropping near a three-week low as investors continued to unload technology shares ahead of quarterly results expected from semiconductor bellwether NVIDIA after the close. NVIDIA shares extended a sharp slide, down 7% so far this week, even with the company expected to report booming revenue and profit driven by demand for AI-capable chips. Further pressure stemmed from a 28% nosedive in shares of cybersecurity company Palo Alto Networks, which lowered its full-year revenue guidance late Tuesday. Also Wednesday, minutes from the Federal Reserve's policy meeting in late January echoed the cautious tone central bank leaders have recently expressed toward interest rates and inflation. Stocks continued to work through a mean reversion consolidation phase marked by profit-taking in the technology sector, said Nathan Peterson, director of derivatives analysis at the Schwab Center for Financial Research. NVIDIA's results after the close will be key to whether the market resumes the AI-driven bullishness that fueled last year's rally. Also, the disappointing guidance from Palo Alto Networks is helping reinforce this consolidation period for tech, Peterson added. Can NVIDIA resurrect the AI animal spirits? Anything is possible, but typically these types of corrective phases take longer to work through. Here's where the major benchmarks ended. The S&P 500 index rose 6.29 points, or 0.1%, to 4,981.80. The Dow Jones Industrial Average added 48.44 points, or 0.1%, to 38,612.24. And the Nasdaq Composite dropped 49.91 points, or 0.3%, to 15,580.87. A 10-year Treasury note yield rose more than four basis points to 4.319%, and the SIBO Volatility Index, or the VIX, fell 0.05 of a point to 15.37. Chip makers continue to be among the softest performers this week, which sent the Philadelphia Semiconductor Index lower for the fourth straight day. Small caps also remained under pressure as the Russell 2000 index declined 0.5%, its third straight daily decline. Energy shares were among upside leaders with an assist from a jump of more than 1.3% in WTI crude oil futures. Schwab's Peterson said it's unclear how long a market consolidation phase may last, but he noted February is typically a weak period for technology shares. Technical indicators for some tech stocks have been flashing red recently, suggesting additional possible downside. It's important to keep in mind that we have a bearish seasonality for tech in February, and there were also some negative divergences showing up in the Relative Strength Index, or RSI, on many big names in tech, Peterson added. If you're bullish, you'd like to see a period of a sideways chop to work through the overbought conditions we reached during the recent rally, and likely want the S&P 500 to hold support at the 4,800 level in the event of a pullback, he said. As far as stocks on the move, 
Amazon rose 0.9% a day after S&P Dow Jones indices said the e-commerce and cloud computing giant will replace Walgreens Boots Alliance in the Dow Jones Industrial Average starting next week. Walgreens Boots fell 2.5%. Garmin rallied 8.8% after the global positioning system company's fourth quarter results topped expectations. HSBC sank 9% after the London-based bank reported fourth-quarter results that disappointed investors. Lazy Boy fell 4.4% after the furniture maker reported a 10% drop in net income for the previous quarter and a 13% decline in sales, which the company said reflected a challenged consumer environment due in part to severe winter weather. Norfolk Southern gained 1.5% after Barclays upgraded the railroad to overweight from equal weight, saying potential management changes are likely to accelerate operational improvements. Solar Edge Technologies tumbled 12% after the company's quarterly revenue fell short of expectations, overshadowing a smaller-than-expected per-share loss. Teladoc plunged 24% after the online healthcare company's quarterly results missed expectations, and Toll Brothers gained 4% after the home builder reported stronger than expected earnings and raised its full year guidance. With a healthy job market, improving consumer sentiment, and continued low levels of resale inventory, we are optimistic that demand for new homes will remain strong in 2024, CEO Douglas C. Yearly Jr. said in a statement. Thursday brings another flurry of quarterly earnings with over 250 companies expected to report results, according to NASDAQ. Companies expected to report include Archer Daniels Midland, Carvana, Intuit, Keurig Dr. Pepper, Live Nation Entertainment, and Moderna. As earnings season winds down, S&P 500 companies are on pace to report year-over-year revenue growth for the 13th consecutive quarter, according to FactSet. Fourth quarter revenue increased about 4% from the same period in 2022, based on the blended revenue growth rate, which combines actual reported results as well as estimates. While the 4% fourth quarter blended growth rate is below the five-year average of 6.9%, it would still mark the second longest period of consecutive quarters of year-over-year revenue growth for the S&P 500 since FactSet began tracking the metric in 2008. Fed policy and the outlook for interest rates remain in market focus. In minutes from the Federal Open Market Committee's or FOMC's most recent meeting released Wednesday afternoon, Fed leaders said they've been encouraged by the economy's performance and progress in bringing inflation down. But FOMC members also noted that inflation remains above the Fed's 2% long-term target, further reinforcing beliefs there's little chance of an imminent cut in the central bank's short-term funds rate. The fund's target, which the Fed has held at 5.25% to 5.5% since July, was likely at its peak for this tightening cycle, according to the FOMC minutes. Still, FOMC members remained concerned that elevated inflation continued to harm households, especially those with limited means to absorb higher prices. While the inflation data had indicated significant disinflation in the second half of last year, 
Participants observed that they would be carefully assessing incoming data and judging whether inflation was moving down sustainably towards 2%, the minutes said. The FOMC meeting was held before an unexpectedly strong January jobs report released in early February and higher-than-expected inflation readings last week. Those numbers had already prompted investors to sharply scale back expectations for any Fed rate cuts. Many analysts foresee an initial Fed rate cut in June at the earliest. Late Wednesday, traders priced nearly 94% odds the fund's target will remain unchanged at 5.25% to 5.5% following the March FOMC meeting, according to the CME FedWatch tool. The tool shows a 71% chance the Fed funds rate will be unchanged after the FOMC's May meeting, up from 62% Monday. The market continues to price in both a later start to Fed rate cuts and fewer cuts this year, said Kevin Gordon, senior investment strategist at Schwab. But that's not necessarily a bad thing from a market perspective, Gordon added. Historically, since the mid-1950s, stocks have performed better on average when the Fed was moving slowly with four or fewer cuts in a year versus more quickly five or more cuts in a year. This has been the Schwab Market Update Podcast. To stay informed, visit schwab.com slash market update or follow the show for free in your favorite podcasting app. And if you like what you've heard, please consider leaving us a reading or a review. It really helps new listeners find the show. Join us for another update tomorrow. For important disclosures, see the show notes and schwab.com slash market update podcast.